you are listening to the Social Media Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, stay-at-home mom of three turned social media influencer, Jenny Peterson. Each week, we'll dive into online marketing, business building strategies that actually work, and I'll share with you how I built my online business, leveraging the power of social media from my cell phone. The term influencer is not just for celebrities, it's for people just like us. I really believe that all you need to get started is Wi-Fi and a dream. Let's go. Hello, my friend. It is Jenny Peterson, and today I'm going to be sharing with you my secret weapon. It is a very underutilized tool, and it is the tool that I am using to increase my sales, to build relationships, and also helps my algorithm. Can you guess what it is? Today, we're talking all about stories. Now, if you follow me at all, you know I live in my Instagram stories. We're going to be talking about Instagram stories, Facebook stories, and even stories on your Facebook business page. Stories is where it's at. Now, if you're cringing a little bit inside and the thought of living in your stories makes you want to vomit, friend, I totally understand. I didn't always live in my Instagram stories. I wasn't always comfortable with doing stories. Here's my reasoning too, okay? At the time of this recording, I'm 35 years old, right? I'm 35, right? Oh my gosh. I hope I'm not the only one that forgets their birthday. I'm in my thirties, okay? I got my first cell phone when I was 19. I did not grow up with a cell phone in my hand, a camera in my hand, and the thought of documenting every you know single piece of my life just didn't come naturally to me. Whereas I look at my baby sister, I look at my, my youngest sister-in-law, and it was different for them. They grew up with cell phones. They grew up with Snapchat. They grew up with FaceTime, things that I didn't have growing up. They were used to documenting different parts of their life and felt comfortable doing it. So I literally had to train myself and force myself, really, if I'm being honest, to live in my stories. If this is hard for you, if you find yourself struggling when it comes to your stories, you don't know what to post. Friend, you are in luck because this episode is for you. Stay tuned because I'm going to give you four different ways that you can show up in your stories. I'm also going to give you six tips. These tips are going to help increase engagement. These tips are going to help you build relationships. These tips are going to help your story conversions. So if you are ready to take your stories to the next level, let's dive right in. When it comes to your stories, focus on documentation, not creation documenting your life. And in this episode, you're going to hear me say Instagram stories, but the things that I'm going to teach you about stories also applies to Facebook stories. Documentation over creation. What does that mean? So this is what I had to do. I had to start looking at my life through my content lenses, looking at the different parts of my life and saying, What can I show? What are the behind the scenes? Your Instagram feed, those nine squares that we live in, that's polished and beautiful 
and representative of you and kind of looks like your own magazine, right? The stories, for me, it's really fun because that's the behind the scenes. And you are the star of your stories. It's kind of like your own Netflix show and you are the star. And there's different characters in your show, different characters in your life. That might be your spouse. That might be your significant other. That might be your children. That might be your dogs. That might be your cat. That might be your crazy neighbor, whatever. We have these different characters in our lives. And so put on your content lenses and start thinking about what can I document throughout the day and share in my stories for my online audience. There are four different ways that I recommend showing up in your stories. Okay, so grab your pen, grab your number two pencil, write these down. The first way is as the teacher. Educating, adding value, teaching, informing. Maybe that's, you know, demoing a product that you sell. Maybe that's teaching about um, a certain aspect of your business. Okay, so you're showing up as the teacher, you are adding value. The second way is as the friend. This is my favorite part. When it comes to your stories, be 100% you. Now listen, that's a very easy thing to say to somebody. Oh, just be 100% you. It's a very hard thing to actually implement. But I want you to be the kind of you that you are when you're with your best friend. Okay, like if you were FaceTiming your best friend, be that you. And it's so much easier if you can be true and authentic to yourself. And it's also going to help people be connected to you. Your vibe will attract your tribe. So be 100% you. As the friend, that's showing up. That's showing up and doing the behind the scenes. This does not have to be perfect. This can be messy. This is showing. And for me, okay, personally, I'm going to share some personal examples. I share my laundry piles, Mm -hmm. things I thought I would never share on the internet. (laughs) It gets a lot of engagement. If it's laundry day, I'll literally put everything in a giant pile and I'll take a picture of it. I'll add an engagement tool, which we're going to talk about that up later in this episode. Okay. Um, And I'll say, do you have a laundry pile like this somewhere in your house? Now with the engagement tool, I like to use the voting one and I'll, instead of saying yes or no, cause I don't want to feel bad about myself, <laughs> I'll say like, yes, or who doesn't, you know what I'm saying? Anyways, that gets tons of engagement or I'll take a picture of a messy room and I'll, I'll add a thing that says tap to clean. And then the next slide will be the room cleaned. And then I'll add an engagement tool that says, don't you wish cleaning was this easy? Friend, being the friend is showing up and talking about mom mom life. I am a mom to three littles. My girls are 12 and 11, and my boy is seven. So I share stories about that. Talking about my dog, talking about my relationship, talking like I would just be talking to a friend. So just to recap, the first way to show up in your stories is as the teacher. The second way is as the friend. The third way is as the marketer or salesperson. This is the business part of you, okay? This is the part of you that is selling something. We all have something to sell. If you have an online business, you have something to sell. Talking about your favorite products, talking about your service. And I feel like, especially as women, we're afraid to show up as a salesperson. 
We're afraid to show up as the marketer. But here's the thing. When you build those relationships, when you show up as the friend, when you show up as the teacher and you're adding value, then when you show up as the saleswoman, when you show up as the marketer, when you are pushing a product or talking about your business, it doesn't feel cold or spammy because you're building relationships in your stories. Stories is one of the fastest ways to get your online audience to feel like they know you, love you, and trust you. And people buy products from people who they feel like they know, love, and trust. Now, this particular episode, this is not a sales episode. If you feel like you're struggling when it comes to sales, sales is one of my strengths. It is something that I've realized over the years that I'm very, very good at and comfortable doing because I have changed my mindset about sales. I look at it more as providing a service. I believe in what I'm selling so much. I feel like I am doing a huge disservice to my online audience if I don't sell it to them, if I don't share it with them. See what I'm saying? But if you struggle with sales, I'm going to link this in the show notes, but go back. I did a whole series on sales, episodes one through five. So if you feel like you struggle to show up as the saleswoman or the salesman or the marketer or to show up and promote your business, go listen to episodes one through five after you're done with this episode. The fourth way to show up in your stories is as the role model. Don't just you know, talk the talk, actually walk the walk. This is more of like a humble brag. This is sharing your accomplishments, sharing milestones, taking people on the journey with you, especially if you are in the season of building a business, take your online audience on the journey with you. Now I am not into self-promotion or bragging. That is not what I'm saying at all. When I show up as the role model, I approach it in a way of saying, I'm nothing special. If I can do this, you can do this too. Whatever your dream is, if you have a dream, you can do it too. So showing your online audience what is possible through your example. Those are the four ways that I recommend showing up in your stories. These are the ways that I show up in my stories. Number one, showing up as the teacher. Number two, the friend. That's my favorite one. Number three, the saleswoman, the salesman, the business owner, the marketer. And number four, as the role model. Don't overcomplicate this. Don't overthink it. Some of you might be thinking, okay, well, when should I show up as as which? I rotate them in different seasons in my business. I will be more heavy in one of these areas than some of the others. And I try to balance them out, especially throughout the day. But let's say I'm launching an online course. There's going to be a lot of the marketer, the saleswoman, the business owner during that time. Okay. And if I'm not launching, I might be showing up more as the teacher and the friend during those other seasons. Let's dive into six tips that are going to help elevate your stories and take them to the next level. Okay, so tip number one, this is the most important, in my opinion, be consistent. I know some of you might be like, what? That's not a tip. It is. Listen, if you're not going to be consistent, nothing else I say matters. 
Consistency is key when you are building a business on social media. I don't care which platform it's on, but if you want to grow in your stories, you have to show up consistently. And that might look differently for you than it looks for me. Do what you can, okay? But at minimum, once a day. Let's say you commit to showing up three times a day. It doesn't come naturally to you. So you set alarms on your phone that remind you, hey, time to post in your stories, Okay, it would be better, and this is what I recommend, doing three separate posts throughout the day, like one in the morning, one in the afternoon, one in the evening, than doing all three back to back for a couple of reasons. The first reason is um, stories show up right now at the time of this recording on Facebook and on Instagram. They have priority and they are at the very top of the app. And every time you update your story, your little profile bubble, your little face moves to the front of the line. What, this is one of the reasons why I love stories, because you are top of mind. When your online audience is opening up their app, you, you want them to see you. You want them to see your face. You want to stay relevant and stay top of mind always. So when you post at different times throughout the day, that's going to move you to the front of the line. Tip number two, add text to your stories. This has become kind of a big pet peeve for me because I don't know about you, but majority of the time I watch my stories on mute. Isn't that crazy? Actually, a large percentage of people watch their stories on mute. When you add the text, people can kind of get a sense of what you're talking about. You can, you do it to create curiosity, make them click. So they're actually hearing you speak. If you don't add text and somebody's watching you on mute, you just look like a bobblehead (laughs) to be honest. When you're adding text, you can create curiosity. So let's say you're you're talking and you're being the teacher and you're sharing your three must-have products for summer and it happens to be products that you sell. You're going to talk about the benefits. Well, you could say, hey, these are my three must-have products for summer. It creates curiosity. And then in the next slides, as you're sharing the products, you can pick out the bullet points. You can pick out the points that you really want to stand out and drive home, talking about the benefits and write those benefits in the text. People process information differently. Some people are audio. They like to listen. Some people are visual. They like to to watch and see. And some people like to read. So adding that text just helps elevate your stories and take it to the next level. Now, you don't want to add too much text because Remember, they have a short time to read it. In case you didn't know, if somebody does add a lot of text to a slide, you can hold your finger on the Instagram story and it will pause it. But I, instead of doing that, where somebody has to like go back to read it or hold it to pause it, I recommend breaking it up and doing different stories. Does that make sense? With smaller amounts of text. Tip number three is record your direct-to-camera videos in full screen. You can pinch the video to be smaller, but in my experience, recording it at full screen, those perform better for for me, for my online audience. It feels more like a FaceTime conversation. It feels like you're just calling your best friend and you're talking to them. Video is a very important tool in business. At least it is on social media. And a lot of people are afraid of video. 
If that is you, I challenge you to start doing direct to camera videos in your stories. This is a great place to practice for a couple reasons. On Instagram, it's only 15 seconds long. On Facebook, I think it's 20 seconds. Um, I might be wrong on that, but I know it for Instagram, it is 15 seconds long for sure. And stories only last right now for 24 hours. So there's a lot less pressure, but get in there, practice over and over and over. You're going to get more comfortable doing it. Tip number four, and this is probably my favorite tip. This is something that I've discovered recently, and this really makes a huge difference. Add engagement tools to your stories. What's an engagement tool? Well, an engagement tool is something that Instagram has already made for you. The platform's already made for you. That's like the voting poll. That's asking a question. That's the quiz feature. That's the swiping bar feature. Those things that your online audience or viewer can interact with you and engage with you. I'm going to be really honest with you. When I first started using my stories, I kind of thought that these engagement tools were dumb, but as I have been using them, I realize that they're a game changer. When your viewer, when your online audience takes that couple of seconds to engage with your story, just hitting a yes or no on a poll or sliding the bar, that one action is going to improve your algorithm. It tells Instagram, it tells Facebook that they're engaging with your story. Guess who is more likely to see your stories and to also see your content? The people who engage with your stories. I use engagement tools all of the time now. And if you want to see some real life examples, make sure that you're following me on Instagram. My handle is Jenny underscore Peterson, and I live in my stories. I'm going to share with you a couple examples how I use them. So first, let's start with the poll feature. The poll feature, I like to do a this or that kind of thing. You know what this or that is? Where they vote. So let's say that I'm selling two different types of shoes. I'll post a picture of each one on the same slide and I'll say, which do you prefer, this or that? And then I'll add the poll feature with this or that. Okay, it's getting them to engage. It's going to improve my algorithm. But also, if you are selling something, all of that information is going to get stored in your archives. You can go back to that. Let's say I have a promotion. Let's say the shoes go on sale. I can message those people who engage and say, oh my gosh, remember that pair of shoes that you said you absolutely loved? They're 50% off. Do you want me to send you a link for them? It's, a, it's giving you a lot of information. I also love using the swipe bar, okay? So let's say I share a picture of my dog or I do a story about my dog. I'll add a swipe bar and I'll say, uh, swipe the bar if you're a dog lover too, okay? Or I'll post something funny and I'll say, swipe the bar if you found this as hilarious as I did. There's so many different ways to use these engagement tools and they're there for a reason, They're there for a reason. Use them and have fun with it. I'm willing to bet that tip number five is going to blow your mind. Now, this is specifically about Instagram stories. Use hashtags and tag businesses or accounts that are relevant to your story. Let's start with hashtags. So when you're in your stories, where you find your engagement tools, you will see a sticker that says hashtags. You can use one hashtag for 
that story, but you could put multiple hashtags. I think it's up to 30. Don't quote me on that. Just by going to your text and doing hashtag and then creating your hashtags. So you're not actually limited to one. Does that make sense? I normally pick the biggest one and put that as my main hashtag. And then I'll do a bunch of other hashtags in text and I'll shrink it down. I'll make it really small and I'll hide it somewhere in the stories, sometimes under a sticker. Sometimes it's under the pull feature. I'll put it up towards the top um, or in a place that's really light so you can't see it. Right now you might be thinking, okay, that's great, but why would I use hashtags in my story? On Instagram, hashtags are extremely important. It's how people search for content. So just like we hashtag our post in our feed, each hashtag has its own ranking, okay? You can rank in those hashtags. And it's easier to rank in hashtags that have less people using them. For example, if I were to use the hashtag, hashtag mom life, millions of people are using that exact same hashtag. It would be really hard for me to rank or show up using that hashtag. Instead, if I used hashtag mom of three kids, 60,000 people are using that hashtag. It would be easier for me to rank or show up even better. Mom of three kiddos, a thousand people are using that hashtag. Do you see what I'm saying? They're less competitive. So the next time that you're searching hashtags on Instagram, look at the profile picture. It's the circle, the profile picture. That's where the stories live. And you can actually rank and show up when you use hashtags in those stories. It's a way for you to grow your online audience and be exposed to new people and new accounts. It's also a way for new people to find your content and to find you. Now let's talk about tagging brands and tagging accounts. Okay. So if I am doing a story, I want to tag as many accounts and as many brands that are relevant to the story. Now, if they have nothing to do with the story, don't tag them. People have done that to me before. It's super annoying. (laughs) Okay. But if I'm doing a story and I'm wearing a top from Target, I'm going to hashtag Target. I'm going to actually tag Target and mention them and you can find that in the engagement tools as well. This is a really great way to get the attention of big brands and larger accounts. For example, I was listening to a podcast episode by Jasmine Starr and I absolutely loved it. So I went into my stories on Instagram and I told my online audience, my following all about this podcast episode and what it was about. And I tagged Jasmine Starr because it was relevant to the story. Now she has hundreds of thousands of followers. I honestly did not expect her to see it. I did not expect her to respond, but I did catch her attention. And when you mention somebody in your stories, it goes to their messenger that you've mentioned, mentioned them. And she did message me back. She actually voices messaged me back and I freaked the freak out. And she said, thank you for sharing about the podcast. And it was really cool. I'm not going to lie. I'll also mention brands, businesses, accounts that I want to work with, that I want to have a collaboration with, that I want to have a relationship with. So let's say I want to be an affiliate for a big boutique. 
but they're not giving me the time of day. (laughs) Okay. Or maybe they're not seeing my messages. I will, you know, do a story featuring something that I bought from their boutique and then I'll tag the boutique and I'll do it before I even have a collaboration deal, before I'm even an affiliate, before I even make a dime, I will share for free and grab their attention and so that I can start building that relationship. If you want to learn more about affiliate marketing, it's actually a big part of my business. It's an last year I was able to generate an additional six figure income through affiliate marketing, then you're going to want to tune into episode number 27, how I made six figures doing affiliate marketing last year. Okay. I will link that for you in the show notes as well. So it's really easy to find. Tip number six is what to do if you don't have the swipe up feature yet. Now on Instagram, you get the swipe up feature if you're a business account and you have 10,000 followers. Okay. So if you have less than 10,000 followers, you don't have at the time of this recording anyways, you don't have the swipe up feature. So what can you do? There's a couple hacks. You can say link in bio and then put your link in your bio. Okay. I actually use, um, something called Linktree, so I can have several different links with one link. Okay. I also recommend investing in a memorable domain, especially, I know I have a lot of network marketers that listen to this shout out to you. Um, I know firsthand that the link, at least the link that my company gave me was it, I, I can't even remember it. It's so long. And so it's really a really good idea to invest. And it is investment in yourself. It's an investment in your business in a memorable domain name. For example, my domain names are jennyleepeterson.com. I also have makeupbyjennyp.com. It's easy for my followers to remember so that they can find the link later on. And the good news is it doesn't have to break the bank. I got my domain names from godaddy.com and I think they cost like a couple dollars. Like seriously, so worth it. Let's just do a quick recap of those six tips. Okay. So tip number one was post consistently in your stories, whatever that looks like for you be consistent with it. Okay. Tip number two, add text to your stories. Tip number three, make sure that you are posting as a full screen. It's going to feel more like a FaceTime. It's going to feel more natural for the viewer. Tip number four, add engagement tools. That is a game changer. Tip number five, tag brands, add your hashtags. And tip number six, if you don't have the swipe up button, make sure that you tell people, direct people to your link in bio or invest in a memorable domain name. I encourage you to show up in your stories and show up consistently. The more you do, the more people are going to watch your stories. I direct people to my stories. Even from my Facebook lives, I tell people over there that I live in my Instagram stories. And I hope that these tips have helped you. Show up in your story, show up as the teacher, show up as the friend, show up as the business owner and the role model. Use these tips and tell me which are your favorite. Tag me in your Instagram stories. I would love to see them. 
And if you could do me a quick favor, I would love it if you left a five-star review of this podcast. That helps this podcast reach and help more people. I would love it if you screenshotted this episode, wherever you're tuning in from, tag me on Instagram at Jenny underscore Peterson. Tell me what your favorite tip was or share a tip with me that you are using that's working for you. I will see you inside the next episode.